And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much there, John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen, the legendary John Bon Jovial. And thank you, ladies Woo-hoo. and gentlemen, for joining us for another week of music and all kinds of good stuff. We're going to get right at it right now because some old friends of ours have a new release coming out. I believe it's May 6th that it's coming out. They call themselves Smith Sisters, and they have uh, added the Sunday Drivers band with them now. So they are Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. And they have a, I, I just can't say enough, this is a tremendous, tremendous track they've got. They've taken an old classic, uh, it's an old Christian classic, Jesus Loves Me. You may remember this from, uh, well, the first time I heard it, I think was Dale Evans singing it on television with Roy Rogers. But this is not your Dale Evans version. So here they are. I want you to listen to them now. Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers and Jesus Loves Me.
Smith sisters and the Sunday drivers. Jesus loves me. Uh, what a sound that the girls have. Well, one of the hubbies, Kelly's hubby, joins them in the vocal department there. Some great instrumentation. But what I like the most is the life, the energy. The, the, there's just something about what the girls do to a song. They, they can take a tune and they just give it new life. And in this case, uh, they've taken an old classic, given it new life, and done it proper. Uh, I like it. What do you think, John Bon Jovial? Well, you kind of took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say they've taken an old classic, uh, a real old traditional classic, and have given it new life. Uh, the banjo, the, the fiddle, uh, everything about it is just very, very nicely done. And, of course, you know, I've always liked their style of singing, and they lend that to this song, and they do it justice. I, I think that uh, uh, we were talking just a minute ago. I think you told me it was uh, Roy Rogers and Dale Evans that did it on TV many years ago, yeah. and I think they Dale would have been proud of it. Yeah. yeah, I think they would have been very proud of it. I agree, and uh, I thank the girls so much uh, for sending us this pre-release copy. I know it's going out to radio stations now, and if uh, if you'd like to know more about it, know more about the album that's coming up, follow Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers, and uh, I think, I'm not certain, uh, but check out their uh, their website. I think you can pre-order it now as well, so uh, you're going to be hearing a lot more of that, and they're going to... Uh, we're trying to get them arranged to come on the show when the album is available and do an album reveal uh, where we'll play several tracks and talk to the girls about the, uh, about the album. So looking forward to that. Thank you again, girls. Thank you, John Bon Jovial. And uh, you're we welcome. moving right along here because we've got a bunch of stuff going on today on the David Bowers Awards. We want to thank our original awards winner, uh, Titty Bingo, our house band, for our theme music. Be sure and check out teddybingo.com and their uh, their current release, Dead or Alive, featuring Willie Nelson. Check them out online. And uh, we want to also remind you that on Podchaser, you can not only hear the show, but you can give your own review of it. And if you do, during the month of April, Podchaser will donate to Meals on Wheels for each and every review you post. So check it out. Got several shows there on Podchaser. It's one of our newer uh, services that just picked us up here a month or two ago. And uh, you can get us on there, post your review, and be donating to Meals on Wheels at the same time. What a great program. We thank our friends at Podchaser for that. And our first The David Bowers Award of the Week goes to... Last night's Academy of Country Music Awards. And the Washington Post kind of summed it up saying that every award show in the pandemic has had a moment that could happen only during an award show in a pandemic. And the Academy of Country Music Awards was no exception. In the closing moments of the telecast last night, uh, Luke Bryan was crowned Entertainer of the Year, most prestigious trophy of the night, except that, of course, he had to cancel his performance because he recently tested positive for the coronavirus, and he had to, uh, well, you don't phone it in anymore, you zoom it in, but uh, that's what he had to do. The worst part of the show, or parts, were probably Dan and Shay's technical difficulties. Now, 
These things happen, but it's never a good thing when it does in front of a nationwide or worldwide audience. Kenny Chesney's performance suddenly becoming the In Memoriam segment. I think that was rather unfair to Kenny Chesney and his beautiful song, but nevertheless, that's the way it went down. And, of course, the biggest one of all, the lack of women in the Entertainer of the Year category. Now, since there was virtually no touring, no live performances to speak of because of the pandemic, it seems that this would simplify the category especially, but still not enough support for any of the female entertainers. Come on now, take this to the bank. I do not endorse inclusion for the sake of inclusion, but there were certainly enough credible female performers in country music who deserved to at least be included in the nominees. That's my rant for the week. John Bon Jovial, any closing comments? Well, I didn't watch the whole program last night, but it seemed to me that their version of country music was one of, uh, I don't know, it was more like adult contemporary music to me. But I will, by my own admission, I'm a dinosaur. You know, I was on, I, I did country radio for many, many years back in the relate. 70s and, and the 80s. And, and uh, to me, country music was just that. You had George Jones and Tammy Wynette. You had Roy Acuff. You, you had uh, Willie Nelson, of course, who, thank goodness, is still around. Yeah. For, uh, for that uh, comment on the uh, rant of mine. And uh, thank you, audience, for putting up with it. If you have any comments at any time, don't hesitate to drop us a line. The email address is very simple. I keep it that way so I can remember it. And even then I have a hard time. But david at thedavidbowers.com. Run it down. We'd love to hear from you. Our first guests are standing by. So we're going to bring them on in here in just about three or four minutes, right after we listen to this first track from the Lucas Brothers. It's called Marie. Just me, Maria. Oh, very nice. 
And there you go. They call themselves the Lucas Brothers. And uh, we found out about the gentleman uh, from our old friends Cindy and Jen at Lady Lake Music, and I think we should uh, we should talk to the gentleman right now. Let's uh, let's bring him on in. Who do we have here on the phone? Well, this is Linda Lucas. It's it's such a pleasure to be with you. Thank you for having Linda. me on your show. Oh, you're so welcome. It's a pleasure to have you here with us uh, to meet you and also get to uh, share you with the audience and uh, perhaps get a few more people to know you. First question I have, I may have been in error, uh, I believed that uh, Jen had told me that the first track, Jen or Cindy, whoever gave me the tracks, had uh, told me right. that the first track was Marie, but is it, in fact, Maria? Yeah, Maria. Maria, okay. I'll have to go back to my yeah. notes and see if I slapped myself on the wrist for, for misreading it, well, or if uh, perhaps it was a typo from the girls, I don't know, but I know that uh, <laughs> they are super. We've worked with them for years. And uh, I would, uh, no, they're I would awesome do. A, people. They are, they are good people, and they work for you. They're not like some of these uh, promoters who just go there, put some stuff out mm-hmm. online, and say, "Okay, there you go." Uh, they, they work <laughs> for you. So tell us a little bit about. Uh, they told me that you are a relatively new group, and I was thinking, how fortunate you started up during the year that we have a pandemic. How long have you guys been yeah. working together? Well, uh, it's kind of a strange deal. You know, I've been I've been a musician my whole life. I mean, I've played off and on, you know, and went through the band years, and I never gave up music, and I love playing guitar. And I taught my son, David, to play when he was very young, and he got to where I couldn't teach him anything more, so I got him in with some really great musician, you know, uh, teachers, music teachers, and he got so good on guitar, I was like, you know, we just clicked one day and said, you know what, we're going to start booking some stuff. Well, that was 10 years ago, and uh, so 10 years ago, we started up playing, and we didn't have a name, we didn't have a band name, and we played duets and coffee shops and, and paid our dues, you know, and we, uh, we, we had a great time. It was a, it was just it's such a rewarding thing to get to play music with your son, which is kind oh, of sure. an unusual thing. I mean, not a lot of people. There are lots of acts out there that do that, but we're rare, and we're most blessed. I mean, I wouldn't take a, a billion dollars for the experiences we've had playing music together over the last 10 years. So we started booking, you know, hoggy tonks, bars, dance halls. We started our full band back in, I think it was 20. 13 or 14, something like that. We we had a full band by then. And we've, we've played all over Central Texas. It, you know, they, they pretty much, much know us around this area, you know, within 200 miles. You know, they, we've played just about every every venue you can name. But we, we do it because we love it and we enjoy it. He has as strong a passion and love for music as I do. And it's just been a an absolute joy putting putting our heads together on on these projects and i've you know i started studying songwriting 10 years ago and i'm still studying it but it's a craft i just can't put down i just i just i know what you mean it's something i do a lot of (laughs) john and i can relate with that because we are longtime broadcast guys and uh here we are you know 120 years later still doing it uh, because we yeah. can't put it down either. I wasn't as lucky as you. Uh, I had envisioned perhaps having a, an offspring of mine follow in my footsteps that I could work with and, uh, you know, develop uh, their own career. But uh, I wound up with okay. daughters, and none of them had none of them had the desire to do what I do. Although 
Music is pervasive in all of their lives, but not a one had any desire to become a, uh, a, a radio personality, a music player, disc jockey, whatever you want to call them. And uh, I, I do, however, I do have a grandson in North Carolina who is very much into music and has helped me with a, uh, a number of things, which there I can relate with what you're saying about what a kick it is to work with one of your oh, offspring yeah first or second generation and uh, just be able to share, you know, share what you do and watch them learn and grow well, at the same time. And so I do well, understand that. that because, nurture it because it comes with great rewards. Oh, I believe <laughs> it. Really it. Trust me. Just, my, just my, oldest son is, my oldest son is also with our band. He runs sound and lighting for us and all the equipment and photography. He's a fantastic photographer, Aaron Lucas. He's on our Facebook stuff and all, but uh, he's he's very talented. He's a very talented keyboard player, but he's never had any desire to be any, any anywhere near that stage. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can he'll sit I can under- run sound from the back of the room and and run our gear and hook up all the lines and cables and sound check us and run sound for us all night long. He has no desire to be up there doing what there he was born with the ham bone that my other son was born with. I, he got my I, ham bones. I hear you. There's there are there are families like that. I know the opening number we just played, uh Jesus Loves Me by the Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. Uh now the Smith Sisters are a duo, but they have a third sister who I understand has a voice every bit as rich as the two singing sisters, but she refuses to sing, period. She won't oh. even sing with the girls in private. So I, I know it, what you're it, saying there. It's not an unheard of. Force it either. It's, exactly. It's not, it's not something you can demand of someone to do something as crazy as get up on a stage yeah. <laughs> exactly. and play music and sing a song. I mean, it's the most tomato throwing, you know, rodeo you'll ever get into. We've just been fortunate that no one's ever thrown a tomato at us. We're just very, very grateful. The first time I ever got up. You know, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, you know, is this, are we doing okay? (laughs) The the first time I ever got up in front of a live audience, I had that same fear inside of me right to the end when I (laughs) ran off stage. And the first thought I had after that is, when when can I do it again? John Bon Jovi, oh, yeah. you're sitting there all too quietly. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, you know, I wanted to touch on this, uh, you know, tomato throwing rodeo comment there. I mean, I love that. I've never heard that expression before. And I guess now I know yeah. why there's chicken wire in some of these places. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, we, we have, a, we have a, a rule in our band. But if we feel like we need chicken wire in front of us, we're not playing that gig again. <laughs> no, 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 no. And believe me, we played a few rough bars. I mean, you know, I mean, we played one where we had this huge crowd and we took a break and uh, we started back up and there was only four people left out of 75 or 80 that were out there tearing the dance floor up. We asked <laughs> the owner, so, well, where did everybody go? I thought they liked us. He said, oh, no, man, they loved you guys. You guys are awesome. He said, well, what happened? Said, oh, they all went to jail. <laughs> That's a true story. So we have these big lights in our stage, and we were out in the back of this venue. So we have all these bright colored lights and LEDs going off. It mixed really well with the sheriff's department's lights in the front of the building. <laughs> we had no clue what was going on. 
Anyway, they all got in a big brawl in the bar, and they all went to jail. And so we only had four of them left to play out the rest of our our set. Believe me, I (laughs) have tales of the road that will blow your mind. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You just added added one to my repertoire because I will be repeating that story. You can (laughs) bet on it. (laughs) Well, you have done an amazingly wonderful job of covering most of the questions that I had to ask. I wanted to know about the history of the group, how you got together, where you're from and everything. What part of, where is here in Texas? Where are you from? We we live right, if you stick your finger in the center of the map, you hit us. I mean, we are right in the middle of Texas. We're, I live in Lampasas, which is a Lampasas County, and we live kind of a little north of Lampasas, and uh, we love it out here. It's a it's a hoot, and it's it's so small town Texas, and and I study comedy writing too. I mean, some, something else that I do in our shows, I roll comedy into our show, which is highly unusual. <laughs> but I have all these, you know, when when we first started out, we had well, like four or five years ago, we had a bunch of sponsors and stuff. Things were kicking, and you know, the music business was doing pretty good, and and of course, COVID killed everything. And when COVID, we lost all our sponsors. We had one Louisiana hot sauce company that was one of our sponsors called Dat Sauce. You ever heard of them? Oh, yeah. We kind of oh, got yeah. their name going around here. It's really good stuff. But uh, we ended up losing them. Well, I thought, well, I'll just make up some sponsors. So we've got things like Bob's Lawnmower Service, Blade Sharpening, and Financial Planning Service in Isola, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> what a combination. Yeah, that's just so little town, yeah. Or, you know, you got, uh, you know, Mary's proctology, gynecology, taxidermy, <laughs> and dentistry. You know, you, know, you have you all know, these. No one does just one thing around here. They all do many things, you know. Multitasking, you know. You know, when you started that, John, I know you want to get in here, but I, I just got to, I just had this flash. When you said that, Lindell, when you started telling the story about how you add the comedy to your routine on stage, I, I heard your voice, and it just so reminded me of uh, of Harold Reed of the uh, Statler Brothers. Uh, oh, the yeah. voice, the comedy injection, and everything. I I just flashed on Harold Reed, and your voice is similar to him. Your manner, I can believe the comedy. It's in you. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry to take the stage away from well, you. No, no, no. That's <laughs> fine. No, I just I wanted to, no, Lindell. I wanted to uh, to circle back a little bit to Maria uh, because okay. in listening to in listening to the song, David will 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 tell you as, as he does everybody. I never get to hear the music until we uh, until we play it on the air like right now, and uh, so that was the first time I've ever heard the song, and I was very taken with it, and the, especially it it has such a melodic and fluid. Uh, grace to it, and I want to know well, what 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 was the, um, the 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 influence, the 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 epiphany that you had, the 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 thing that pointed you in the right direction and said, "Do it this way." Well, uh, I guess I'd have to say a friend of mine, Gary P. Nunn. I've known him a long time, and he he always told me, "Write what you know." He said, "Don't ever write something you don't know anything about." And and write things that are true, and he said you'll find that people will listen to that. 
And that that whole story is about me taking a vacation down in Playa de Carmen in Mexico, sitting on a beach out in Coral Sand Beach and cobalt blue water and and all these pretty gals, and it was just it was just about that, and it just inspired me to write it. And uh, and I I worked on that song I guess for a couple of months for our hammered it out to where I wanted it. But I always try to write things that I know something about, you know, and it's kind yeah, of what I do. The best uh, it's way. Not, you did a nice job on it. Very nice well, job, Mike. indeed. Uh, before we uh, before we get to this last song, which I hope I've got the title right on, uh, <laughs> I want to uh, remind you, as I do all of our first-time guests, once you're on our show, you are stuck with that for the rest of your life. You are now a part of our oh. family. And we try to follow our family wherever they go, keep track of them, their career, their music, their releases, whatever they're doing. And so we not only invite you to keep in touch with us, we make it easy for you. I have a page on Facebook. I have pages all over the place. But one of my Facebook pages is the David Bowers Awards Groups page. Now, that page is unique in a little bit of a way in that you can post directly to that page your releases, okay. your uh, travel, your touring, your show dates, your rumors, whatever you want to share with your fans and hopefully with some new fans too, post it up on there. Not only will other people get to see it, but we'll pick up on it and share it with our you know, on our other social media pages. So keep that in mind. Add it to your PR list. Uh, you got something you want to oh. share, pop it on there. You'll uh, You'll get some extra people that wouldn't have got it from another source and we'll spread it around too. So don't put anything on there. You don't want anybody else to know about other than that. Hey, if it's about you and your music, we want to hear it. I consider that a great honor. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate it. Well, you're very, very welcome. And we can, we consider it what we do. So that's why we're here. If it wasn't for people like you, there wouldn't even be people like us. So that's really important to us. Now, this next tune that we're going to play of yours is a tune that uh, is a little dear to my heart, a place called Padre Island that I've never gotten a chance to meet. This is, I understand, your new release. And I was struck by this. It's got a little bit of that Jimmy Buffett sound to it, or at least that's what I well, picked up in it. And that's something I didn't touch on, but I've always been influenced by Jimmy and Jimmy Buffett. And and in fact, when I'm when they're trying to put me in a box, or you know, what genre are these songs? And I kind of just made one up. I call it Gulf and Western. I don't know what else to call it. Hey, that's a good one. That's a good so, one. Well, listen. So I, I, I sort of write golf and western I, I don't know what else to expound even put it in a category it's like <laughs> well hey that's a good one and uh, i wish somebody would bring back western somewhere along the line western music uh got lost but that's a whole nother story for another day lendl we really appreciate well, you coming spending time with us sharing your stories your music. Oh, you're do hope you do hope you'll come back and see us again sometime. I'll be sure and give to. our yeah. our best to all the guys in the band, your brother, your uh, your son, and everybody else. And uh, keep in touch with us. We really do want to hear from you. Well, thank you. I would be glad to. Great, ladies and gentlemen. They call themselves the Lucas Brothers, and here is Padre Island. I've got my flip flops on. Sing the Jimmy Buffett out. Near the beach and some cool wet sand Pretty island girls checking out my band 
Surfing girls from dusk till dawn Texas beaches are pretty dang long Wish I could find a way and stay Living on the beach here in four days Padre Island where the seagulls fly Blue water and a clear blue sky The sand in between my toes No hurry I go with the flow Shrimp boats cruising on the waterway Man I couldn't have a better day Go on star in a beach bar Solo gig The Lucas Brothers and Padre Island. Uh, so great to talk to new talent, up and coming talent. I really love it. It's 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 what makes us do what we do here, right, John Bon Jovial? 
Absolutely. I love introducing new, uh, new talent, and especially when they are talented. And yes. uh, this guy's got a nice sound. You, you know, it just uh, it, it flows. Like I said earlier, you know, it's just got this nice flowing melodic feel to it. And it, it is something that I don't think you see that much anymore. Everybody's trying to out-glitz each other. And, mm-hmm. and it, well, yeah, it's like yeah. with the Country Music Awards show last night. It's like sometimes the only way you could tell it was country music was because somebody was wearing a cowboy hat. So, yeah, you know, know exactly people telling you, you but, but but this guy seems true to his uh, true to his roots, and was quite happy to to hear that. And I think you're going to love our next guest as well. And we are running tight on time, so uh, don't forget, people, post your review of the David Bowers Awards on Podchaser. Go to Podchaser, listen to some of our shows, post your reviews, and Podchaser for each review you post, they will donate to Meals on Wheels. So check that out. Podchaser, the David Bowers Awards. Up next is a guy by the name of Gary Pratt, and here he is with a song you can drink a beer to.
And there you have a song you can drink a beer to. His name is Gary Pratt, and he's here to talk with us right now. Hello, Gary. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing great, and so glad you could be here with us today. we got a lot we can talk about. I've been doing a little bit of homework on you, and I find you're a... Uh, you're quite a, quite an accomplished artist, for one. You've got you've got some other things going for you that we'll get into in a couple of minutes here. But I did want to compliment you on the song you can drink a beer to, uh, Michael, who got us together over there at MTS. Uh, he told me to be sure and include that because that is your current hit. And uh, as soon as I played it, I could see why. Tell us about uh, a song you can drink a beer to. Where did that come from? Um, actually, uh, my producer brought that to me. Um, it was written by um, Reba McIntyre's um, niece, co-written by her. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, and uh, I got some notable uh, writers on the album, um, other than the songs I wrote myself. But, um, yeah, she wrote that and uh, with uh, a guy named Larry McCoy. Okay. And uh, my producer brought that to me in the studio, and I was like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, I have to do that song because it's, you know, it's a song that everybody can relate to, you know? Yes, um, absolutely. You know, if you're going through a good time, if you're, you know, um, if you're going through a bad time in life, you know, everybody needs a song to drink a beer to, no matter what the situation is, um, you know, just even, um, you know, having a heartbreak or finding right. a new love or, just getting through a work week or a work day, you know, everybody wants a song to drink a beer to. So I figured that was a song that everybody could relate to. And uh, that's why Michael um, Stover from MTS and, and I picked that as the first single. He asked me what I wanted as the first single and I didn't answer him. I said, you know what, Mike, I said, you know more about this than I do. And uh, why don't you pick it and let's see where we are. And he actually picked the same song. So we were on the same page, but I love the song. <laughs> Well, it's got all the earmarks of one of those uh, long-standing country classics that uh, will be played in uh, countless barrooms across the country uh, for forever. Our grandkids will be listening to it. So well, uh, I, I hope so. <laughs> I, I think you've got a winner there. And you mentioned the album. Uh, tell the folks what the title of the album is. The title of the album is um, something worth remembering, and um, that song was. It's actually um, the title of the album and the title song was written by um, Tony Arada, who wrote uh, Garth Brooks' The Dance. Oh, and wow. um, yeah, it, this whole album sort of has a story because I dedicated it to my brother who um, passed away about three years ago. I'm sorry. And, to hear that. Um, thank you. Um, we were very close, and you know, my family goes through and talk about him every day because I spent a lot of time with my parents. Mm -hmm. um, but anyhow, I wanted to dedicate this whole album to my brother, and we were doing all the songs, and I'm thinking, this I don't want it just to be like a book where you open them and say, this book is dedicated to someone, and the book has nothing to do with the person that you know they're dedicating sure. the book to. Mm -hmm. So we were doing all these songs, and I'm thinking... You know, I know God's putting these songs in their order the way, you know, he's having control of it. And I'm like, but it wasn't coming together. It's like, it doesn't make sense like to dedicate this to my brother when it just wasn't coming together. Like, I, I couldn't figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then when um, I heard something worth remembering, I knew right away then what was going to be the first song on that album, 
and what was going to be the last album. And that song actually brought the whole album into a story, a story of a lifetime. And that's what I wanted. And it's perfect, you know, um, for the dedication. But um, uh, it's a a song, you know, that um, people can change and people can go through uh, hard times and maybe addictions or, um, you know, it's about spending time with your family. and, And the more, you know, what's valuable in life, you know, you know, Mm-hmm. has no sure. price tag on it. And, um, you know, we're going to go through different things in life. But the thing is, is to do right by people and to do good by people and your family and spend time with them. And, you know, that's that's the things that you want to be remembered for, you know, right. not the bad parts of your life, because everybody has those. Sure. But, you know, the, sure. the thing is, is to get to get out of that, mm-hmm. you know, to be a good person. And I think as people grow a little older, they do become better people because you don't know who you are when you're younger. But, um, yeah. but, I, but um, I fell a couple of times, I must say. I'm here because of God. So, um, you I know, um, so I wouldn't that. be here. Okay. I think we can all agree <laughs> yeah, on that yeah, one. Gary, let me, let me jump in here. This is John. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, 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 the observation that I have been wanting to make about this ever since hearing uh, not only uh, a song you can drink a beer to, but also uh, you know the song that we're going to be playing next uh, to find us uh, is that you've really taken the roots of country music and applied this to what you're trying to do here. And we had our previous guests that we had on the Lucas Brothers. Uh, we had a very similar conversation to this. Both David and I did country music uh, radio. We jocked country music uh, back in the seventies mm-hmm. when back, you, back you know when country wasn't cool. Yeah, exactly. You know when George <laughs> when George Jones was cutting the syrup with a knife, and uh, and uh, and so to hear what you are doing is so refreshing, and it's not the 1,001 strings of some so-called country duet that you you know they're country because the guy's wearing a cowboy hat. Otherwise, you'd (laughs) never know. Uh, You know, you're listening to your music on the radio, and and you know it's country. And I applaud you for that. I just think that, you know, it, it, it is just so refreshing to have this medium being brought back the way well, David and I cut our teeth when we were both at right. w, WQYK in Tampa, and I was at WSUN uh, in, in Tampa, which was a huge country station back in the day. Um, and, uh, of course, David went on to do a bunch of rock and roll. I did country music out on uh, the uh, the West Coast. And uh, so we both know the medium, and we know it very well, and we also know when somebody's BSing us about the fact that they're country. Awesome. <laughs> and and you're not, you know, you are not... BSing us on this, uh, you know, you you got it down, no. and, I, and I applaud that, uh, my friend. I really do. Thank and, you. Yeah, country is in my heart. I mean, I've been in a lot of bands, you know, different types of bands, top forty dance, um, you know, um, even a nineteen forties band, and you know, I, I wasn't happy until, you know, I always knew I wanted to do country, but at that time it was hard to find bands, and I would just join a band and being in it for a while, but you know what I think it really um, showed me, you know, who I am and what I hey, wanted sorry. to do. You found yourself. And, um, yeah, and like my, my 
my my parents, my dad. I mean, he listened to George Jones and you know all the all the greats, and um, you know that's what I I grew up with. He still listens to that. It'll be, well, you know, he has uh, the music channel on TV, and he constantly listens to that. It's either that or, or there's old time westerns. Cool. There's a little bit more country country on the show, but um, you know I appreciate their music and their talent. But I, I just love the you know country roots. And the way you do them, it shows your love of the country roots shows through. You can hear it in your music. And I wanted to make a a, a point before we went any further. Uh, I did not, for the second song, I did not take the uh, title track of the album. I listened to the whole album uh, two, three times. And uh-huh. I picked the track we're going to play to close this segment uh, to find us uh, for a very specific reason, and that is the fact that it shows off a different side of you. It shows yes. off, I, I mean, your emotions come through in the beer drinking song, but this one shows a different set of emotions, a, a, a deep set feeling and understanding of the human psyche and how, as we were just talking, how you can find yourself. And uh, I think this song, well, as I said, I picked it for our closing song because of all of those factors. It's a very emotional song, and I was quite taken with it. I really enjoyed the album. I, uh, there's sure. several cuts. When I started when I started going through looking for the closing track, I was beating myself up saying, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Which one do I pick? And uh, <laughs> then, then I heard this one because they were in alphabetical order, so this one came up towards the end, and I heard that, and I instantly <laughs> said, boom. That's yeah. That's the one we're going to close the segment with. You know, that is um, one of the my favorite songs that I have written. And when I first wrote that, I always wanted it to be a duet. Uh, we first recorded it as a, just myself doing it, and I wasn't happy with it. And I said to my producer Brian Cole, who's awesome, um, I said, you know, I really want to do a duet. And he goes, well, who do you want to get? And I, I've heard of Savannah Nider, who was also on the MTS Records. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'd really like to have Savannah. I said, I know she's in Nashville. Well, we decided to, you know, jump in the car and we took a trip down to Nashville and recorded the vocals down at Omni Studios there. Awesome. The rest of the album was done at Tonic Studios. But um, she did an awesome job and uh, we plan on writing in the, yeah, in the future. So you really guys, nice to meet her. You guys came across great together. It it worked. You have a whether whether it was your ear, a hunch, or whatever it was, you made the right choice. It's really great, and you just saved me the uh, concern of asking you the question because I was going to ask who sang with you. Now, before we run out of time here, I want to yep. give you a chance to uh, tell the folks how they can find you online, uh, find you, your music, contact you, whatever. Where can they find you? Okay, my website is www.garyprattmusic.com. You can find, you know, the all the sites, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, um, my Facebook page. Uh, there's uh, Gary Pratt um, um, fans page. Uh, you can find that all on my web page. Um, of course, you know, you, know, you can get my music on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Amazon Music. All um, usual places, right? Yeah, all the media sites. So I just hope, uh, and somebody wants to reach out and email me. You know, my email's there. Reach out if you have any questions or, you know, comments. If you like it, if you don't like it, I like to hear everything. You know, that's how you grow. So, yes. 
And we're down to about a minute. I know I'm getting the rap sign already. I did want to congratulate you and mention the fact that you are uh, on your, uh, as I said, multi-talented. You are up for a bunch of ISSA Awards, the International Singer-Songwriters Association. You're nominated, if I'm right, Male Vocalist, Male Rising Star, Album of the Year, Male Single of the Year, Male Songwriter, and Male Emerging Artist. Did I get them all? That's all, yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Dude, that's awesome. Congratulations. (laughs) That's great. I I applaud you. That's that's quite a Uh, uh, list of accomplishments. And it it bodes well for your future, my friend, because uh, you've got you. the, you've got it all covered there. You've got the songwriting, the performing, and everything else. We want to thank you so much for joining us today, sharing your story and your music. Of course, want to remind you. you you're part of our family now, so uh, awesome. feel free to keep in touch. We love to keep in touch with our guests. And I have a okay. page on Facebook, a groups page, the the David Bowers Awards page. That place. You can go and post your own music, news, notes, rumors, whatever you want to share, and uh, we'll My pick friend. them up from that page and share them on our other social media. So, again, to you, Gary, right. thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you. You guys have been awesome. It's been uh, it's been a real treat. Thank you. You're very welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, Gary Pratt, and here he is with To Find Us.
change of pace from the uh, first song, the opening song we did just before we interviewed him, a song you can drink a beer to. Uh, this one, uh, a, a touching, emotional, really a heartfelt tearjerker. I mean, th- this one really gets to you, doesn't it, John? Oh, beautiful song and uh, musically quite adept. The young lady singing with him just absolutely offsets him beautifully. Really? And, uh, yeah, th- this, is, this is country. And, oh, yeah. yeah, this is something that you and I would have played back in the 70s, back in Tampa Radio. That, 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 that's yeah. definitely a good country song. Yeah, I mean, this, is, this, brings back, uh, this brings back thoughts of uh, George and Tammy, Conway and Loretta. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Great track. I love it. We want to thank you, listeners. We love you, too, because without you, there wouldn't be us. And uh, we want to thank you for sharing time with us every week. And we look forward to you being back here again with us next week. We want to thank the Lucas Brothers. We want to thank Gary Pratt, as well as Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers for the opening tune we played. And we're just happy to be here sharing with you. John Bon Jovial, take us home. You know, it's kind of what we do, share the music. And I love every minute of it. Folks, you did it again. And we are so grateful that you have spent a perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we're really hoping that we're going to see you again right back here next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Health USA in Naples, Florida, and the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and is available for free on most of the major streaming services, including now podchaser.com slash the David Bowers. And join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m., that's 12 noon Eastern, on WRFZ-FM 106.3 Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York, and on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. Until next week. For the David Bowers and all of our crew of idiots here at the Asylum, this is John Bon Jovial saying be sure to love each other, wash your hands, still got to keep your distance, get your vaccination, and we will see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.